Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in, in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, 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 journeyers. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast. And by the way, if you are listening to this in real time when I am planning for this episode to come out, that means you are literally spending the holidays with me. This should be airing around Christmas, New Year's. So I just want to say thanks for spending time with me. I know you can be doing a million other things, but I hope that this is going to be well worth your while because you're spending this time to listen, learn, and educate yourself, and hopefully be entertained. Now a word from today's sponsor, DCU. What's the point of paying off debt and reaching your financial goals if the journey isn't fun? There's a way to enjoy your life and have fun now. You just need to create a plan that leaves room for the expected and unexpected things that are bound to happen. Finding that balance so you can feel good about your life and your long-term goals is essential. You need a financial institution that gets you and works with you to accomplish your goals. At DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union, you're not just another customer. You're a member who matters. DCU places an enhanced focus on providing financial education resources to members by offering learning modules on key financial topics like budgeting, saving for the unexpected, building credit, and much more. DCU also offers a secured credit card that helps individuals establish or improve their credit by borrowing securely against their DCU savings account. To learn more, check out dcu.org. This episode is going to be a little different because I'm going to be playing the recording from my FinCon 2021 speech. If you're following me on social media, on Instagram, you may have seen this on my journey to launch and my Jamila Souffrant IG pages. I talked about traveling for my first in-person talk. Actually, believe it or not, this is the second talk that I've ever done on a like real stage in front of real people. I know I talk every week to you guys, but being on a stage in this capacity, like giving a speech, it's my second time doing it. And so... I talk about FinCon in the past on this podcast as being really a pivotal point, something that helped me a lot in my personal finance career, in my entrepreneurship journey. And so I got the chance to speak at FinCon, this conference for influencers, bloggers, content creators in the personal finance space. The very best of the best come here where we almost mastermind in a group setting, a big group setting where we're going to different presentations. We're hearing leaders in the space speak about growing their business, making money, how we can help our audiences get better with money and grow, right? So not only help our audience, but then also help us as business owners to sustain ourselves and to become the brands and or maybe not big brands, but small brands that we want to have that will make an impact. So anyway, this is me on stage giving this speech. And just as a heads up, I'm actually recording a bunch of solo episodes. You know, I've been talking about this for the longest that I want to record more solo episodes, 
you know, ideally, I would actually turn Journey to Launch into a more solo style episode podcast where maybe I'm doing two to three solo episodes a week and then maybe have one interview. But I've been saying that for the longest and I have not been able to get that done yet because quite frankly, recording solo episodes are really hard for me. And I'll talk about that in other episodes, why I'm, I know I've said it before, but it just, it's a lot of pressure when it's just you talking on the microphone. But here's the thing. I've committed to recording a bunch of episodes, topics that you guys have been asking for over and over, giving you more of the behind the scenes of my journey, my financial journey, giving you just more financial tips and education. My point of view, I'm going to be sharing all that. Like, listen, I have a list of 14 topics that I need to or want to record over the next few weeks. Actually, after this stops recording, I'm going to record a really important one that will be coming out after this. And it's hopefully going to make you tens of thousands of dollars. Like that is my goal. So you'll hear that in the next episode. All right. So with this FinCon speech, again, I am talking to personal finance creators in this speech, but honestly, I'm talking to you. So you don't have to be in the personal finance space. You don't have to be an entrepreneur because I share really what I think are just some important things that anyone who wants to be successful should know. And one of the things that I say is that I believe in dreaming big and thinking big and going after big audacious goals. That's how I got to where I am today. Quite frankly, that's how I have this podcast. That's how I was able to quit my job, save all the money I saved. And in this speech, I'm talking about while it's great to dream big, it's more important to think small. Maybe not more important, but is equally important to think small and why we should not just begin with the end in mind, like we've been told and think about just the big vision, but actually just for beginning sake, just so you can start, begin with the beginning in mind. Think smaller. And so I talk about that in speech and a whole bunch of other things that I hope that you will find insightful and helpful. Again, please remember this is a recording, so there may be an echo. My editor, Emily, is going to do her best to make it sound good. But again, I'm on a big stage in front of hundreds of people. So you may hear an echo or it may not be the best quality, but it should still be fine for you to really get what I'm saying. All right. Oh, one more thing before we get started. I am opening up doors to my signature course, Map Your Path to Financial Independence, really, really soon. And if you want to get on the wait list, you should go to journeytolaunch.com slash F-I course. That's journeytolaunch.com slash FI course. And if you're on the wait list, you'll get some special bonuses that no one else gets. And you'll get to know about the course opening before anyone else. So you want to go ahead and sign up. And this course is my signature course. It's my 10 steps to mapping out your path to freedom. It's literally the steps I took to go from a crazy soul-sucking commute (laughs) that I did every day to this life of freedom that I have now. And I can't wait for, if you're interested, you to join me on this path. So once again, go to journeytolaunch.com slash FI course. Depending on when you're listening to this, the doors may be open, but if you can get in right now on the wait list, go ahead and sign up. You'll be the first to be notified when I open doors, which will be really, really soon. journeytolaunch.com slash FI course. If you want the episode show notes for this episode, go to journeytolaunch.com or click the description of wherever you're listening to this episode. In the show notes, you'll get the transcribed version of the conversation, the links that we mentioned, and so much more. 
Also, whether you are an OG journeyer or brand new to the podcast, I've created a free jumpstart guide to help you on your financial freedom journey. It includes the top episodes to listen to, stages to go through to reach financial freedom, resources, and so much more. You can go to journeytolaunch.com slash jumpstart to get your guide right now. Okay, let's hop into the episode. Hey, wow. (laughs) First of all, it's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor to be on this stage talking to you. And, you know, I really have to be honest. It took me a long time to figure out what I wanted to speak about. After all, this is a big idea talk. And here I am, like, what can I say that's a big idea? Something that you've never heard that could be impactful. And like, literally, like, this is no lie. So Rich and Regular, who had their big talk, Kirsten and Julian yesterday, which was amazing. They put out on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, like they were practicing their speech and it was going great. And I literally, when I saw that, I was like, Ooh, it's time for me to actually like pick a topic and write my speech. And like, literally I responded and like, I think they thought I was playing. Like I did not have my speech. I did not have a topic because <laughs> like, I really didn't know what I wanted to say. And it's not because I didn't have any ideas. I had the complete opposite problem. I had two ideas. And see, that's the thing. I had this idea that what I wanted from this speech was you to think that this was the most impactful thing you've heard at this conference. I wanted to stand in ovation. I wanted you to request autographs. Okay, maybe not autographs, but, you know, I really wanted you to hear a big idea. So think about it was I was thinking too big. Me thinking too big left me stuck. My big audacious goals only led me to feel like I couldn't move forward. Focusing on the end in mind just kept me in one place. And that's kind of what I want to talk about. I want to talk about our desire to have more, to want more, to make a big impact, our big vision. Sometimes not understanding how to get there keeps us not moving. And so instead of being on the field, playing to our best ability, we stay stuck as spectators. And instead of thinking big, I want to talk about why it's important to think small. Why it's important to instead begin with the end in mind, we should begin just with the beginning in mind. Just begin. I'm also going to talk about how thinking small led me to big results in my life and business and how you can evolve from spectator to industry leader. Now, listen, I'm like so proud of this next slide (laughs) with Michael Jordan. And we have it here. My husband is going to be so proud of me because I found a way to put an NBA uh, basketball player in a finance speech. (laughs) But I'm putting this here because a lot of us are spectators or we start as spectators and we want to move on to that first round draft pick, the person that gets asked to do things like this. And so we're going to talk about how that can be possible. Now, again, my name is Jamila Soufrant. You already know that. I have a podcast called Journey to Launch. You already know that. And I call the people on this journey with me journeyers. So do we have anybody in here that's a journeyer that listens to the podcast? Yay! (laughs) And listen, hopefully if you're not a journeyer yet, I can convince you to become one after this talk. But really, you know, my journey into entrepreneurship, and I'm going to talk about that, started from really humble beginnings. And now the podcast has over 2.7 million downloads. It won podcast of the year at the Plutus Awards last year. And, you know, my little company, which is really a company of one, is on target in 2021 to have gross revenue of just under half a million dollars, which is kind of crazy because, <laughs> and we still have a couple months left in the year. So maybe we can hit the half a million dollar mark or more, you know, who's counting. 
And I'm not saying this to brag. It's not a bad thing to brag, by the way, and toot your own horn. But it's really just to give you perspective of how far I've actually come in this space. And so just because I'm thinking and talking about thinking small does not mean you can't dream big. And I wanted to just give you some examples of me dreaming big and it coming actually true. So in 2017, I went to my first podcast movement. I had just started the podcast and I wasn't a speaker. I like basically after a session was over, I kind of snuck on stage and had someone take a picture of me. And I tweeted this and I said, you know, one day I want to speak at podcast movement. Next year, they asked me to speak. This obviously is more recently, but in 2020, I put out a tweet and said, you know what? My dream project is to work with a brand or company on like some, some podcast or video production. And literally it's like happening. <laughs> Next week, the Modern Life podcast launches to the world. I'm so excited and thrilled to be on that project. And even this, 2018, I came to my second FinCon. And I remember leaving and being so inspired by the speakers. And I put in the FinCon group. Who do you look for to be a big idea speaker or a keynote? Literally, you can read it there. And I let it go. I put that in the air. And here I am, <laughs> almost three years later, being asked to speak on this stage. All right, so what am I, a clairvoyant? I'm not a psychic, like I, I promise you. I'm <laughs> For me, these things are happening because yes, I dream big, but I think small. And I take small, deliberate actions every day to get to my goals. So I wanna give you a timeline of what it has been like getting to my goals, and hopefully you can find yourself in this journey. And I call these like the stages of getting through the industry and becoming a serious industry leader. So from 2014 to 2016, I was what you call a industry spectator or just observer. I was on the sidelines. I, like many of your audience, had to come to Jesus moment, pregnant with my first son in a long commute from hell. It took me three to four hours to get home that day. And I had a breakdown in the car. I said, this is not going to be my life. I'm going to figure something out. And so when I got to a computer, started to Google, how do I quit my job? Anyone put this in Google search before? <laughs> how do I quit my job? How do I retire early? And I found the world of the fire movement, <laughs> which was life changing. And so I literally, for those first couple of years, I had no intention to have my own blog or podcast. I just was applying what I was learning to my finances. And in doing that, it did start to inspire me to have my own platform. 2016 was when I first put out my first blog post. And it literally was just a blog and I had an Instagram account. And I started to share how I was applying what I was learning from the podcasts and blogs that I was listening to, to my life in hopes that it can help other people. And literally it was like five people reading my blog back in 2016. In 2017, I launched the podcast and I switched to the podcast because I thought it was an easier format for me to get content out. Writing blogs, I just wasn't my thing. And so the podcast just seemed a better way to try. Now, it was there that I started to morph and transform into a more what I call serious industry participant. See, in 2016, I was still a more casual industry participant. I wasn't taking it as seriously. I wasn't really looking to make a living from it. I had my safe corporate job. But when I started to make more moves and meet more people in the space and attend my first FinCon in 2017, I realized that this could actually maybe be something. And so the serious industry participant stage happened when I doubled down or when I thought about what my medium could be, which was podcasting, and I took that more seriously. 
from 2018 and on, I would, if I can so humbly call myself, I've become an industry leader. And so in 2018, I actually quit my job after having my third child. And no, you didn't lose count. I didn't mention that I had another child in that timeline, but there are three all together now. <laughs> and so with quitting my job, I was able to focus on Journey to Launch full time. So let's just recap. And I want to know if you can see yourself in one of these stages, right? And, you know, for a lot of us, it's a natural progression. For some of us, we don't want to move through the stages. We're fine where we are. But here's how I define that. Industry spectator, observer. That's someone who's just using content as a resource. Maybe it's a, sort, a form of entertainment. It's what a lot of your audience is doing right now. And if you notice, I have this happen sometimes where I have an audience member who has been around for a while and because they're inspired or they start getting into it, they want to also now try something of their own. So then the next level is casual industry participant. This is where you're doing something as a side hustle for fun. You know, you're trying it here and there. You're not taking it maybe as seriously. You may make money from it, but it's not your main focus. The next level is serious industry participant. At this stage, you're now seeing some progress. Maybe you're putting in more effort, more hours. You may be making a living or that is your goal. And then we move on to industry leader. This is where you're not just making a living, you're standing out in the space. You are basically a thought leader. Now, I wanna be clear here that industry leader does not mean followers, a lot of followers or a lot of money. To me, what defines an industry leader is when you're actually your community or your peers are viewing you that way. The media attention, you know, the list being asked to be on a stage like that, this comes later when as a byproduct you are putting out good work. So I want to know or just see how many of you can identify or see yourself in one of these stages, right? Okay. And so here's the thing. It's really important to be honest about the stage you're in and where you think you want to go. Because what often happens is you come to something like this and you want to hit the ground running as a leader. You want to be a standout. And listen, you should think that way if that's what you want. But oftentimes it only will keep us stuck because it's hard to go from someone who's just a spectator or to someone who's casually doing this to an industry leader. There is no way that you know exactly how to get from those points, right? And so again, I'm not saying don't strive for it, but if you're striving from it from a point of a lack of resources, time or energy, it only burns you out. It keeps you stuck. You may be in a season of your life where all you can be right now is a casual participant, right? And there's nothing wrong with that but you gotta be honest with yourself. You gotta be honest with where you currently are, where you possibly wanna be, and if you don't know yet, that's fine too. But it's really the smaller things that you do on a day-to-day -day basis, that's what gets you ahead. This is not a college curriculum where it's gonna take you a certain amount of courses and or hours to get through each level. Like I literally could not have foreseen that it would have taken me a few years to do what I've done. Everyone's journey is different, that's a fact. But the only way to move forward is to take the next step in front of you. Because again, from A to Z, how do you go from A to Z? I don't know, but I can know how to go from A to B if I follow the logical steps. So while starting the podcast, this is what I did. You know, of course I wanted more listeners and I had a vision or goal of getting to a million downloads, but on a day-to-day -day basis, I was not thinking like that. I was thinking, how do I get my first download? How do I get to 10 downloads? 100, then a 1,000. I posted this, so this was from my Instagram account, my first iTunes review, and you couldn't tell me that I didn't win a championship 
when I got my first iTunes review. It was called iTunes back in the day in 2017. This is what I looked forward to when I started. It wasn't looking at podcasts that had millions of downloads already. I was literally just looking at the next thing for me. This is when I celebrated 5,000 downloads. By the way, check out my um, cover art. I, I designed it myself, if you can't tell, <laughs> back in the day. And, you know, things like that. When I got that first 5,000 downloads, you couldn't tell me anything. That was what excited me. And so when people come up to me now and say, well, how do I get to a million? I'm like, you're thinking too big. It's not about getting to a million. It's about getting to 10 and then 100 and then 1,000. But I got to be honest. I also thought too big. And I want to be honest with you here because it almost slowed me down to a point where I wouldn't have been on this stage. And I'll explain how. When I first started Journey to Launch, and I still have this vision, I wanted to be more than a podcast. And so at first, when people would say, what's your title? What do you do? Podcaster? I'm like, no, it's more than a podcast. I want it to be a media empire. I want videos. I want articles. I want merchandise. And so thinking that way from the beginning actually slowed me down because what I started to do was look outward at what everyone else was doing. I started comparing myself to the people who were already media empires, who had a lot of followers. They were doing all the things. I thought I had to do all the things and sell all the things. Like literally, I tried all the things. <laughs> I've tried low ticket memberships, high ticket coaching programs. I've tried eBooks. Basically, me thinking that I had to reach my end goal and thinking with the end in mind from my position point as a beginner made me split my attention. And it also made me almost sacrifice the podcast. I was burning myself out trying to do everything. Again, thinking too big at that time. And so for me, one day I realized if I kept this up, I won't have the energy to do the podcast anymore. The reason why people even like the podcast and my brand, I won't have that energy to bring to them. And so when I realized my schedule was full of meetings I did not want to go to, I was doing webinars of things I didn't want to sell, meeting with people I didn't want to meet, realizing that what did I do to my business? Like I left my corporate job to get away from that. And here I am creating almost like a prison of my own making. And so I had to get honest with myself. I had to say, listen, I have to do things differently. That's what I started to do. When I doubled down and accepted my role as just the podcaster, that's when things started to pick up. And so what did that look like? Literally, it looked like me saying no a lot often than I used to do. I know in the beginning, it feels like you have to do all the things. You know, you got to hustle. You got to meet all the people. And I have to admit, that's what I did in the beginning. But after a while, I realized that that was not sustainable. So instead of the year of yes <laughs> that we hear that people do, it was the year of no. And I'm still doing that now. Turning down opportunities that, yes, would be good for me, but it would take me away from what I should be focusing on. I also had to put blinders on. It's funny, before I went up on stage, I put my phone on airplane mode. And, you know, we're airplane mode, so it stopped messages from coming through, right? And that's what I've had to do more recently. And again, I've seen more progress doing that because you get so much messaging from other people about what's working, what you should be doing. And so when I started to say, okay, I love my, I love you guys. I, f I have a lot of friends in here that I follow, but almost like either not checking the app <laughs> or putting people on mute if I got triggered by something. That's what I had to do to stay focused, to think small. And then the last thing, I went back to the basics. When I was looking forward to those first iTunes reviews, when I was looking forward to those first thousand downloads, it was because I was focusing on the content. 
it wasn't so murky with all this other noise out there. So when I got back to the content and creating just good work, I was able to focus better. So I want you to ask yourself as you're thinking, okay, yeah, Jamila, I do want to move forward in my business. I want to move from maybe casual participant to serious to maybe industry leader. But you have to be honest with yourself. What do you actually want to do? Not what other people want you to do, but what do you want to do? What's the thing that you enjoy doing, but your audience also responds positively to? And that's key. And I'm not talking about a big audience. I'm talking about even if one or two people tell you, wow, that was really good or give you great feedback, then you're onto something. And if you don't know yet, it's really important to try. Again, me trying all the things that didn't work or didn't feel good helped me realize really early on what not to do going forward. Also, how do you feel creating it and selling it? That's important. So if you do have a product or service, does it feel good to create and sell? And I'm not talking about being uncomfortable because it's something new. You know, I still feel uncomfortable doing obviously certain things, but it's the difference between that and the uncomfortability because it's just not the right fit. And that is something if you can figure out early on, you'll move ahead faster. And this is really, really important. Are you comparing what you're able to do now, depending on your level as a casual industry participant to an industry leader and feeling bad about what you're doing? Because oftentimes that will take a toll on your mental health and emotional health because they have different resources. Even myself, if I compare myself to someone who's getting 20 million downloads a month, that's not going to do good for me. Right. And so you have to be really honest with where you are and who you're comparing yourself to. Last thing, we are pretty much logical and analytical people for you know a money nerd conference. But I also think that this holds us back. It holds us back because while it's great to know the algorithm and what works, I found that when I followed literally what felt good, that's when things started working better for me. So sometimes you have to let go of the numbers and go back to the basics and go within. We're focusing too much again on the algorithms, on the stats. Focus on what you're delivering to your audience, on the feedback you're getting. That's what matters. And so if I could just leave you with a few more small ideas, here it is. I want you to put your intentions out there. Again, I'm not talking about not dreaming big. I dream big. I got some big dreams ahead of me that I still want to come true. But you have to do the small work that it takes to get there. Like when you leave this conference and you go back home and you're in your kitchen table, everyone's sleeping, or if you're recording that podcast in your closet, like me hiding from your kids, like that is the real work on a day-to-day -day basis that you have to do. Next, I want you to be honest with yourself. Where are you on the timeline? Where are you on the timeline and how much energy, resources, and money are you willing to invest to get you to the next level? And if you're not willing to do that, it's okay, but you be honest with yourself if you are or not. Next thing, double down on what's working for you. Double down on it. Don't look at what other people are doing, what's working for them. What's working for you? Do more of that. Not what's on trend or what looks good for social media. What is good for you? Lastly, this is the most important thing. You got to be consistent. You know, I've been putting on a podcast episode every Wednesday for the past four years. Haven't missed an episode yet, but I might take a break soon. <laughs> and consistency is key. The content is key. Without content, there is nothing, right? And so... Here I am, those are my small ideas, and I hope something, something that I was said here today will help fuel you closer to your journey. Thank you.
I hope you enjoyed that recording of my speech. Again, if you are listening to this during the holiday season, even after the holiday, I know sometimes you don't catch up on episodes until like they're out for weeks and weeks, but that doesn't mean I don't want to hear your opinion. I don't want to see your feedback. I love really seeing if something resonates with you, if something stands out. So as I always say, you can tag me, take a screenshot at Journey to Launch on Instagram. My personal IG, my brand IG is Jamila Soufrant. And that's at Jamila Soufrant. I'm also going to post. So my new website is actually out, jamilasoufrant.com. And the visuals of the speech, if you want to see me giving this speech, you can actually go to my personal website, jamilasoufrant.com, click on my work and scroll. You'll see where it says, watch this speech. I'll also include it in the episode show notes, just in case you also want to see me on stage doing this. And I hope you enjoyed it. Again, tag me. Let me know what you think. Let me know if something stands out. Share this with someone who needs to hear it, who will be inspired. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. Okay, and don't forget, I am opening up doors to my signature course, the FI course. And if you want to get on the wait list before everyone else, so you get to be notified when the doors open, you get special bonuses, and you want to start out your new year on point, mapping out your path to freedom, to living the life of your dreams, and you need to get on this wait list, you need to join me. So go to journeytolaunch.com slash FI course. Don't forget, you can get the episode show notes for this episode by going to journeytolaunch.com or click the description of wherever you're listening to this. And you can still grab your jumpstart guide for free to help you on your journey to financial freedom by going to journeytolaunch.com slash jumpstart. If you want to support me and the podcast and love the free content and information that you get here, here are four ways that you can support me and the show. One, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen, whether that's Apple Podcasts, that purple app on your phone, your Android device, YouTube, Spotify, wherever it is that you happen to listen, just subscribe so you are not missing an episode. And if you're happening to listen to this in Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe there. I appreciate and read every single review. Number two, follow me on my social media accounts. I'm at Journey to Launch on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I love, love, love interacting with journeyers there. Three, support and check out the sponsors of this show if you hear something that interests you. Sponsors are the main ways we keep the podcast lights on here. So show them some love for supporting your girl. Four, and last but not least, share this episode, this podcast with a friend or family member or coworker so that we can spread the message of Journey to Launch. All right, that's it. Until next week, keep on journeying, journeyers. Journeyers.